Hi everyone, this is Luke Moraney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, are there issues with rental vacancies? And what do you need to do about it? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So you do need to be worried about the rental vacancy rates at the moment for where your investment properties are, And do you need to be concerned about the rental vacancies on where you're looking to buy? Well, it's an important part of what we do as investors to really hone in on what is actually going on in the marketplace and how we need to position ourselves as investors to make sure we're continuing to get that cash flow. And that in 12 months or three years or five years time, that we're not going to have an oversupply of properties in the areas that we're looking to invest. And there is a bit of concern in various areas that we need to attend to to make sure that we're not putting ourselves in a bad position as an investor and the cash flow dries up and or we get in a position where we've got no tenant in place for a long period of time because that might hurt our ability to pay down our mortgage um, if we don't have that additional cash flow coming in from um, outside sources like your own personal income, your job that you have. So really important for, for us to focus on this because it could be detrimental to our wealth creation and it could result in financial ruin, which it has for many investors. So we've got to keep close attention. What are the growth drivers in the area? Does it mean that people are going to move into the area? What's the vacancy rates going to be? Are they now and into the future? We've all got to consider these sort of issues. And I'm going to bring up a couple of key points that you need to be aware of to help you through this process of thinking about vacancy rates. And this particular topic came on the back of a little bit of communication with someone who is in and around the property rental market and does a little bit of work in government agencies and and associated regulators in terms of property management and a little bit in the property uh, industry space itself. So there was a bit of discussion with vacancy rates increasing in Sydney, a little bit of idea about oversupply in certain areas. So I I thought I'd bring up this topic on the back of that conversation over a a few Facebook posts and uh, messages, comments that came back on some of the property information that I've been discussing of recent times. So the first point I'd like to make is there's definitely an oversupply in unit markets across many areas of the country. So if you look around some of our major cities, Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane to um, to be most uh, worrying about, especially in those inner city areas, you'll see a lot of cranes in the sky. That has resulted in a lot of apartment buildings, especially in terms of residential over commercial, but residential apartment buildings being built. Uh, and we've then got, once they're built, we've got the situation of an oversupply a lot of investors are actually buying those properties and we're, we've got a, once they're built, we've got a situation where um, there's not enough tenants to occupy the amount of units that are being built. So we then get ourselves into an oversupply situation and rents will either need to drop to attract more tenants into that particular area 
or people uh, forego on their on their properties and look to um, sell down those properties. And unfortunately, sometimes if they're in that situation, they sell at a loss. So you've got to keep your eye on the prize when it comes to these oversupply areas. And you don't need to be a rocket scientist to really establish what's going on in various areas. I know in some of the inner west areas that there's not too much building and construction going on with high rise. And they're often um, a maximum of three levels in most of those areas around the inner west, especially going out towards the Parramatta area rather than the inner southwest where you've or inner south where you've got your Alexandria mascot Alex, uh, and Zetland and those surrounding areas when we've got Green Square coming up as well where there's going to be an abundance of units being built and we just do need to reflect on this when we're thinking about the vacancy rates in future that oversupply could ruin our financial wealth and could be detrimental to putting us in a position of bankruptcy if we're not acting quickly on these situations. So be careful around this. Second point I'd like to make, if we if we see people continue to move out of Sydney, um, there might be more supply in the market of rental properties. So something to be aware of, there is a, a bit of interstate migration going on, especially into the Brisbane market. We're probably seeing some of that filter in the Melbourne market as well. But more so into the uh, into the Brisbane market, where affordability is a lot better than the likes of Melbourne right now, and obviously Melbourne in terms of the building and construction that's going on, they have vast amount of, uh, amounts of land to actually expand their uh, their building and construction on. Uh, a lot of those areas in the inner city, um, again, um, there's an abundance of that unit stock that's coming onto the market. But um, be aware of the interstate migration numbers um, and obviously keep close idea of what's happening in the international migration. Now, Liberal has said that they're bringing back those numbers and they have over the last little while, but we continue to get international immigration. So a lot of that international immigration is going to wipe out some of the supply of rental properties initially when they come to the country. And then you've just got to think about, is there more supply coming on and less amount of immigrants to fill those particular units? So really good to keep an eye on some of the data points. But you do, like I've said previously, be concerned about the various data that is coming out. Is it delayed three or six months? Um, are you getting up-to-date information? Is it a good test of what the market and, and by using that data that you're receiving, going back to some of the portals like realestate.com.au and domain.com.au and seeing what the numbers are for those suburbs and really keep an eye on where they've got a brand new building and they've only got one of those units registered for actual availability for lease. But if it's got 200 units in the building, they're only advertising one, there might be a really good chance that more than one is actually available for rent. You might even find that there's maybe 100 available and half the building that's available. So it's going to take a while to dry up all that excess stock. So be careful of the data, like I say always. Do your own research around that by going to realestate.com.au and sensing what people, how people are advertising. You may even want to call up and say, how many units do you have available for rent in that building? Um, do they know about other agents? Or go to those open inspections to find out more information. Um, the third point I, 
I want I would like to make is what you can actually do about this. Well, you can choose your investment wisely from the start. Are you buying in areas that have oversupply? Are you buying in growth markets? Um, is the property that you're going is in a low risk strategy where there tend to be more affordable areas rather than go to premium stock? And the likelihood is if there is recession, if there's hard times, if there's a global crisis going on, well, people are going to go back to more affordable places to live. So that's really choosing that investment wisely is the start, what you want to do when you're first um, thinking about your investment. Second is around looking at building that good relationship with your property managers and making sure that you're keeping on top of what they're doing. So you're managing your property managers is really what's important. Keep the place neat and tidy and make sure you repair and maintain because that could cause a tenant to leave and also could cause an issue with um, legal liability if you're not repairing and maintaining some of the things that are within your property as well. So really important to keep a good focus on those particular points when it comes to the rental vacancy rates and what to look out for when you're looking to invest and what to continually monitor as you hold that property that you've purchased and what to do about it if you do fall in foul of not having a tenant for a period of time. Make sure you're chasing, chasing, chasing and getting everything possible done to make sure you get a tenant back in place. So hopefully that's helped you get a bit of a sense of what's going on in the rental vacancy market and what to do in certain situations that if they occur. And if you'd like to talk about this topic any further or your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377 and I look forward to chatting with you soon. And thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.